getting more from a growth mindset. This is DJ Hillier here with your weekly wisdom brought to you by Element. This week's wisdom comes from an article from the Learner Lab. Picture this. You walk into a lab to take part in an experiment. Someone comes up to you and says, in a few minutes, you're going to give a five-minute speech to a panel of judges. Then they leave you alone to prepare and freak out a little bit. You plan your speech, stand up in front of the panel, and go for it. For most of us, this is already going to be an uncomfortable situation, but it gets worse. While you're speaking, the panel of judges is trained to give you only negative, nonverbal feedback. They're sitting there with their arms crossed, frowning and sighing, rolling their eyes at whatever point you try to make. You wrap up your speech, but the experiment isn't over yet. Now, you have to count backwards from a hundred by sevens. Every time you mess up, the judges call you out and you have to start over. Yikes. This is called the Trier Social Stress Test. It's designed to create a stressful environment so researchers can study the way people handle it. In this particular experiment, conducted by David Yeager from the University of Texas, participants were divided into four groups. Before the task, each group received different treatments. Group 1 was part of the growth mindset intervention. These participants were told that intellect and other abilities are not fixed traits, but can be developed over time with effort, effective strategies, and support from others. Group 2 received the stress is enhancing mindset intervention. Here, individuals learned to reinterpret physiological stress responses like a racing heart or sweating as helpful and energizing rather than hurtful. Group 3, the control group, didn't receive any specific intervention, serving as a benchmark for the studies. Then there was group 4. Group 4 was the synergistic mindset group. This group received a combination of both growth mindset and stress is enhancing mindset training. The researchers then measured the stress response of the students during the speech. They recorded things like heart rate and how tense their blood vessels were, which signals how your body is reacting to the stress. Group four, the participants who trained both ways of thinking, viewing physiological stress responses as helpful, and believing in their ability to grow, handled the pressure better than those who trained with only one of the mindsets or neither of them. This synergistic mindset group also saw challenging situations as less threatening and felt better about themselves afterward. This is just the tip of the iceberg. This first experiment is interesting, but it only focuses on manufactured stress. David Yeager and his research team wanted to see how this synergistic mindset intervention worked in more real-life situations and with different age groups. They carried out a series of six experiments, each study showing the power of combining a growth mindset with a stress-is-enhancing mindset. Participants ranged from teenagers at a low-income high school level to undergraduate students at elite universities. From academic challenges to daily stressors to the pandemic, students who were taught the dual mindset approach managed stress more effectively and performed better academically. They passed their core classes at a higher rate with a pronounced boost in math 
and science classes. This mindset intervention empowered students to be better equipped to face day-to-day challenges and engage more fully with their education. This research can impact all of us. By reshaping our view of stress and embracing the idea that we can actually grow from it, we develop a mindset that can help us learn and work through stressful situations more effectively. If you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with Carol Dweck's growth mindset research, which is great. But like this paper shows, if we really want to get the most out of growth mindset, we also need to dig into the stress side of the equation. This logically makes sense. See, sometimes it's our mindset towards learning that holds us back. If we don't believe that we can learn the skill, work through the challenge, or make the necessary changes, we're probably not going to do those things. Other times, stress and discomfort can get in the way. For example, I believe that I could learn to become a better dancer, but I usually avoid doing it because I don't want to feel weird and uncomfortable. See, a growth mindset helps with the first situation. A stress-is-enhancing mindset helps with the second. When we combine the two, well, we're cooking with gasoline. David Yeager said, you need a belief both about the stressful things that happen to you and a belief about your response to that stress. And if you don't do both, either bad belief can pull you back into a bad spiral. If we want to put ourselves and others in a better position to learn, this combination of mindset is what we need to harness. Therefore, growth mindset times stress mindset equals better learning. I'll say that again. Growth mindset times stress mindset equals better learning. We don't have any control over the events in our lives, but we have complete control over how we choose to respond to them. Responsibility is our ability to respond. Do you view adversity as the end of the road or a bend in the road? When things come your way, is it an obstacle or is it an opportunity? In what situation in your life can you have a more dualistic mindset approach to the stress that's in front of you? And perhaps most importantly, what's one good thing that's going to come from it? It's your choice. It's your ability to respond. Event plus response equals outcome. We don't control the events. We don't control the outcome. All we can control is the response. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you again next week for another weekly wisdom. Make it a great week.